Hello, beautiful women. Welcome to the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon, and I'm feeling very floaty today. So you can probably hear it in my voice. I finally got a night of like deep, deep, nourishing, rejuvenating, revitalizing sleep, uninterrupted, and it felt damn good. So I'm feeling very patient, very calm, very in my heart today. Yesterday, I tried recording this podcast episode and clearly I was not in the right place for it because despite like five different attempts to record this, (laughs) I gave up. So I'm feeling it today. Sometimes you just got to wait till you're feeling it and that's okay. I like to take that pressure off of myself. Um, so I just returned a few days ago, hence like trying to get back to a night of nourishing sleep. I just returned a few nights ago from the Matriarch Rising Festival. It's a beautiful all women's gathering hosted by Emily Saldea from the Free Birth Society. And it is full of workshops and concerts and singing and dancing and food and just love and connection and tears and laughter and yeah some in some moments it feels hard to really even I trip over my words and I feel like a struggle to talk about it because I took so much from this experience um and I'm not gonna do like a full episode on that or maybe I will I don't know but certainly one of the biggest things that moved me was just the biggest thing that moved me is just connecting with women sharing stories hearing why they've come to where they are why they're in that space about their birth stories about what they love about the joy of just self-discovery and self-healing and self-expression and um, it's a very like-minded community so it felt very nourishing for everyone who attended, you're clearly there for somewhat similar reasons. Um, And as I participated as not only an attendant at this festival, but I was also a vendor, I took my Mama Pachamama products and had a little booth set up over the course of the four days. And I'd go attend workshops and stuff and then come sit at my booth and just kind of hang while women came by to check out my products and purchase stuff and I'm so happy I did really well selling and I also loved that it was a really nice way to just connect with other women because I have a tendency at least I tell myself the story that I'm rather introverted in these like large groups of people so it's a nice way to put myself out there without having to actually like <laughs> walk up to anybody. Everyone's walking up to me in that setting. But I had a lot of moments where I was able to reflect upon my former self. Actually, this comes up quite a bit in in any kind of healing journey or, you know, just event anything that 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 require that's that's asking for healing, you often will reflect upon your former self, different versions of yourself. Um, Yeah, that comes up. I mean, that comes up often with all of us. And 
something that came up quite often for me while I was there was kind of, uh, I was almost like giggling at myself for how much I've suffered with the imposter syndrome for so long in my life and how delicious it feels to have released myself of this like cloud it's like um yeah it's just like a cloud looming over you when you're stuck in that mindset of imposter syndrome and I do have to thank Emily Saldea working with her through the RBK school and then just doing some like one-on-one coaching she's such an incredible mentor to guide you through like those feelings and she's kind of just she has she's known for just her bluntness like she she's does not hold back in her bluntness and she's the woman that you'll be like oh i don't know if i feel like i'm good enough she's like why of course you're good enough why would you not be good enough at this (laughs) and i love her i feel like i kind of have her voice in my head whenever i start doubting what i'm capable of and i think we all need women like that in our lives it's why i really treasure emily and working with her and i consider her a friend because i feel like she has been the person that's that's what I've needed for so long is someone who can look at me and say why would you think you're not worthy of course you're worthy oh my eyes are like watering up as I say that because it's so powerful and, and beautiful and women need to hear that we all need to hear that so yeah there were many moments where reflecting you know sitting at my booth with all of my products and women coming and going and buying stuff and trying stuff and chatting and sharing stories, meeting women that I've known online or through the RBK school that I finally get to meet and hug in person in real life. That's a really beautiful experience that, yeah, that's quite magical. Um, But reflecting on the past version of myself that felt like an imposter in so many ways. I think the first thing in my life that truly made me feel like I'm not an imposter, that I did not get that feeling of imposter syndrome is motherhood. Oddly enough, like, you know, I didn't really prepare myself or anything. I think motherhood was just maybe something the younger Vivian craved to, to step into just I don't know. I'm not sure what that is, but I didn't feel that way as a mother. Um, But I certainly have felt that way many times as a million other things, Um, especially in the beginning of this business. When I first started it, Mama Pachamama, um, you know, stamped that label on myself as an herbalist, although I was self-taught. You know, I have a hundred books and years of studying and working with plants and Um, really having fun with herbalism. Yet, I remember when I first started my business and I would go on social media and find other herbalists. In my mind thinking, how inspiring. I want to follow these other herbalists and see what they're doing and feel inspired by them. But what actually ended up happening is I did feel those feelings of imposter syndrome, right? So telling myself I'm not worthy of doing this work, I'm not 
legitimate, you know, I, who am I? Am I a fraud? Am I a phony? Look at how this other person is showing up. Am I showing up in a similar way? And all of, you know, this, all this like self-doubt that we're all guilty of doing at one point or another. And that haunted me for years. It really took me years to start feeling confident in this business um, and in this work. Although I knew when I started this work, I knew that I was doing it from a place of, of confidence and love and passion. I was feeling so passionate at that time in my life about this blossoming of like, I can do, I can offer something to the world that I put love into because I have a long history, as many of us do, of doing jobs that I am not passionate about, that I don't love, that, you know, working at a restaurant where the it's like food that I don't like, that I wouldn't eat or, you know, all kinds of things like that. So it's so powerful to choose you and what you love and say, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself out there in the world like this. But it's also like quite terrifying um, to some degree. And it took me years to let go of this feeling of imposter syndrome. And I realized it was not helpful <laughs> to follow all of these other herbalists. Um, not that I would like, and that's that for me in particular, once I unfollowed all these other women that were quote unquote com- competition, and now I don't even see it that way, I've really changed how I view other women in the same field as me, whether it's birth work or herbalism or like, you know, coaching or anything like that. We are not competing. We are all our own, our own brand, our own aesthetic, our own personality, our own products, our own, everything is so unique and there's room for everybody. Like I cannot serve all women and that's totally beautiful that there are so many other women out there doing so much similar work right so letting go of okay so as I was developing myself my brand my aesthetic unfollowing all of these other herbalists really made room for me to just go within and get to know myself better and say like, fuck what everyone else is doing. What feels right to me? What's my aesthetic? How can I, how can this brand, how can Mama Pachamama reflect my own history, my own personality, my own creations, my own offering, my own taste? I want it to reflect me because af- after all, ultimately, that's a lot of what you're selling when you've started a business, right? You're selling you know, your, your own unique touch to something that plenty of other people are doing something very similar. So that really made space for me to come into alignment with this work and be honest with myself and not compare and not contrast and not say, but that seems to be more successful or this way of doing it seems to be. No, it's been a lot of trial and error simply with myself, with creating new products, realizing "Mm, I don't really enjoy making this or this is too much work or this one isn't really selling well. And, you know, these labels I liked at one point and then, you know, just the whole process is really beautiful. And 
it's really a journey of getting to know yourself, right? And expanding yourself. And as you continue persevering on that journey and trusting that you are on your path, regardless of, um, of like any expectation of like, oh, I'm, I plan to make this much by this time or anything like that, letting go of all that and just trusting what you are capable of doing you will start doing when you have reached that point. So I suppose one way that and I talk about this, I've talked about this several times, is like staying in your lane. And as you grow, your business grows. But yeah, letting go of that imposter syndrome, it, it took me quite a while. And, and I guess I'm kind of, I, I'm smiling and holding my heart right now because I feel so much love for that terrified, trembling Viv from just a few years ago who started this and had no idea how to talk about this, had no idea really, truly, I truly in my bones was was terrified that I was with imposter syndrome. I really felt like people were seeing me and seeing my fear and my insecurity because it was, it's a judgment on myself. And it's fear of the unknown. And I held on to that for a long time. But as I've persevered and continued evolving, which is what what I think also helps and when we're having these feelings is what you can do is continue evolving and not stay stuck holding on to something that maybe doesn't want to be held on to anymore. So being really passionate about a product that I was selling a year ago to where I'm not selling it now anymore and I just don't feel like it's a good product. Letting go is really beautiful because it clears up space to really continue evolving into what you're destined to become as a business, as a person. So yeah, I'm like smiling at that. Uh, Especially right now as I reflect on how I showed up at this festival, I know that Vivian from a few years ago would have felt so small, so unworthy to be surrounded by all these women who are doing powerful work, that are selling beautiful things, that are hosting these beautiful workshops and making a lot of money and walking confidently, looking gorgeous. Like, I remember when sisterhood felt like that to me. I just felt so intimidated and doubted myself, my beauty, my personality, my sense of humor, my ability to connect, my ability to promote myself. Um, And I didn't feel that way at all while I was there. I felt so blessed to be exactly where I am on this journey. And I met women that have more quote-unquote success than me but they inspire me and I'm happy for them and I'm happy that that women get to receive their medicine and then I heard stories from women that that moved me like brought would bring me to tears or women that shared things with me that opened my mind and helped me realize in what ways I was maybe more closed-minded than I thought and that that ability to stay in the heart and trust myself and let go of these stories I tell myself of unworthiness or 
you know, whether or not someone likes me. I used to be so worried that's, that someone didn't like me or didn't like my products. And I just don't care anymore. It's okay if you don't like me. It's okay if you don't like my products. It's okay if you don't like this podcast. It's okay if you don't like my Instagram content. It's okay if you just don't like anything about me. Like, I'm so okay with that. (laughs) And I laugh because I wasn't for so long. It felt so painful, right? It felt so painful to be disliked. However, when we do fear, when we when we when we're feeling those feelings, what I've come to learn is when I'm feeling those feelings, it's a reflection of how I feel about myself. If I'm fearful of others not liking me, it's a reflection of my dislike for myself. It has nothing to do with anyone else. And quite frankly, rarely do we actually know whether or not someone dislikes us and often in ways people that people people try to show us their dislike but sometimes it's actually not even dislike it's perhaps jealousy or admiration because we're all kind of like twisted and silly (laughs) in these different ways but I love the playfulness that I I at least for me it feels very playful at this point, to confront these ideas of self-criticism, self-judgment, low self-worth, and say, who is this? Who's telling me these things? Who's telling me I'm not worthy of doing this work? Me, just me, no one else. Isn't that interesting? We tell ourselves this, and then we project that onto others, right? Because we start assuming... Well, if I think this of myself, surely others are thinking this of me. And that's like the the fucking hamster wheel of this imposter syndrome because it's like, am I good enough? Am Am I worthy? Do I have what it takes? And what I've come to learn is that if you're willing and you're open, you have what it takes. You're worthy. You're, of course you're good enough. Why not? You don't need some official document from some official place of anything. Like you show up as you. You are selling you. And that sounds weird, the idea of selling you, but that's essentially what we're doing when we make friends, right? We make friends, we put on, you know, we 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 come out as a friend, right? We like this is how I show up as a friend. And we're selling ourselves to someone else to create that bond. So the more we do this work on ourselves to feel worthy, and it's those acts of love and healing and forgiveness and expanding ourselves and just learning how to to be connected with ourselves. And the more we can connect with ourselves, the more we connect with others, really. Because that's what people want. They want relatability. They want a certain amount of intimacy most of the time. And yeah, I just, I love it. I, I, I feel, <laughs> you know, you, you really know you've healed something when you can laugh about it and smile about it and just giggle at what was and what is, right? And 
I just feel so giddy sitting here thinking of, oh, sweet Vivian, just a few years ago, just struggled so deeply with, with being herself and feeling okay in her own self. And I projected that on everyone else. And the way I looked at myself, I assumed everyone was looking at me that way. And slowly putting myself out there more, continuing to do the work on myself, spending time investing in myself, loving myself, having these conversations with myself, doing the healing, being deeply invested in this healing journey that never fucking ends, has been the greatest gift for my letting go, releasing this story of imposter syndrome, releasing these feelings. And yes, do I sometimes like trip over my words or say something stupid or do something weird or whatever. And it makes me blush or it makes me feel like, God, that was like kind of embarrassing. Of course, like we all do that and that's okay. (laughs) Like laugh about that also. But overall, am I worthy? Fuck Yes, girl, I am worthy of all of the things I am doing, all of the things I am putting out into the world, all of my offerings, how much love I put into my work. And at the end of the day, when we are aligned with ourselves, when we are working in integrity, only we know that. So when I'm selling a product that maybe I didn't put together, I didn't create, with as much intention or something, you know, maybe I, I, you know, whatever. I know I have to live with, am I selling something that isn't to the degree, isn't made to the degree that I want it to be made with as much love and intention as I intend to make all the products I sell? Yeah, I have to live with that. And living out of that integrity fucks with me. Most people probably wouldn't notice, but ultimately... I'm harming myself, I'm betraying myself because I know that it's important for me, whatever I put out, to fully reflect what I want for myself. So if I'm selling products that I'm not feeling are in like the fullest integrity, I have to live with that. And that's like, in that case, yeah, the imposter syndrome is like kind of legitimate. Like, are you worthy or like not? But that's that's the standard I hold myself to. And I love that about myself. I love that I, I don't want to like cheapen my work. And, and um, you know, it's like recording a podcast yesterday. I tried to record this podcast and it wasn't coming out well. And I was like, do I really want to publish something that doesn't feel that I don't feel very connected to and aligned with? No. So I'm better off just waiting and recording it when I'm there. (sighs) Man, it's been quite a journey. I think I've gone, I think the uh, scale has tipped so drastically to go from being a woman with such deep penetrating insecurity and fear to a woman that feels just so full of love and trust and confidence. It's been quite a journey. This did not come easy, but I love it. And I love to reflect 
I love to reflect on all the different versions of myself and just give her like a warm smile and just let her know, thank you. Thank you for, for still just holding yourself and bringing me here because every past version of myself has brought me right here and I absolutely adore and treasure everything that my life has become. And yeah, the imposter syndrome, it's so silly. God, it's so silly. You know, everyone's got their everyone's got their lane of genius, their brilliant offerings, their just their presence, their everyone's got things they're just incredible at. And then we've got things that maybe we're not so incredible at. And that relationship with yourself, you will change the relate your relationship with others as long as you're willing to change that relationship with yourself and see yourself as worthy and, f- and find your gifts and illuminate your gifts and let the world know that I'm here with many gifts to share and I am worth investing in. And I know that. I know that I am worth investing in and it took me a long time to really feel that maybe I've said it I know there's times I've said that but didn't feel it but I feel it now and it's so beautiful and I love surrounding myself with women that inspire me that are doing beautiful incredible work Someone like Emily Saldea, oh my goodness, she just inspires me. She's incredible. Look at the all the all the work she does. She's pregnant with her second baby. She's just incredible. She's thriving and that inspires me and so many other women that hopefully I can work with at some point. I would love to get to a point where I'm doing some interviews on this podcast and I met so many incredible women that I would love to bring on here to share their story and share their lane of genius and tell us about the beautiful work that they're doing in this world. And yeah, I'm just like, fuck. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm just inspired. And that's like, that's how it should be. That's how we women should be with each other. Like we don't need to compete. If you're making herbal products and coaching and doing birth work, I don't see you and think, oh, fuck, here's my competition. I need to be, I need to be jealous or competitive. That's not how I see it. You're, you're, you're your own offering and it's completely unique. And there's abundance out there, my friends. There is so much abundance. There is no reason to compete like that. So fuck imposter syndrome you are worthy sister you are worthy of like stepping fully into yourself and into your dreams you know where your passion lies you know where your strengths are get to know yourself deeply get to know yourself know what moves you and what moves you will move other women will move others And you will find your place and you will do your work and people will love you and you will see all these other incredible women as your peers and you will be inspired by them and you will inspire them. And that is how, that is how we can live. And it's so fun and interesting and nourishing to say that as a woman who spent most of my life feeling like jealousy and competition was the only way to be. 
I did not understand <laughs> that it could be like this. And oh, does it feel so good. And I just love all of myself so deeply at this point. And therefore, with all of that love I have for myself, it's very easy to look at you and see beauty and really, really appreciate you for all that you have to offer. I'm going to end it there. I love you, sister, if you're listening to this. <sighs> Give yourself some love. Go on a healing journey. Um... I am currently doing, until the 5th, I believe, a sale in the apothecary. It's my Treat Your Yoni sale. And I have this really beautiful yoni steaming herb blend, all organic herbs, very gentle, very nourishing herbs for yoni steaming that's on sale, as well as my sea sponge for menstrual care. If you are tired of the cup, of the tampons, of the period panties, of all the stuff, the sponge is the way to go. So 20% off. You can go check that out. Um, what else? I have some really beautiful topics to bring on here. And I'm just going to slowly trickle them out and try to... I, I feel like I, every week I come on here and say I'm going to be more consistent with... <laughs> doing my weekly posts or my weekly podcast, but it is life. All right. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Let go of that imposter syndrome, girl. Don't, don't, don't do it. Just don't. All right. I love you. Have a beautiful day.